This is Neon Radio, episode 164, with Nick Onkin. Welcome to Neon Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, fashion and lifestyle photographer for today's top brands, performers, and game changers. On this podcast, we explore the body, mind, and soul of the creative entrepreneur, bringing you inspiring guests to help take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. All right, guys, we are back. And this episode is a little fun solo episode, and I want to talk to you about my journey with breath work. It's been about a good year and a half since uh, I started it, actually. And uh, about a year and a half ago, I did DMT, which was a it's a plant medicine, and it's a it's a crazy one. It sends you blasts you off to the moon and back, sends you out into the stratosphere of the cosmos and the universe, and you leave your body and it's a, it's a crazy experience, I have to say. But when I did that, I, I came back to this reality and it was interesting. I had a hard time integrating back into normal life. And I was already going through a really deep dark night of the soul of contemplating different things of what's, what's the meaning of things in life? What's the meaning of a lot of things? I watched the documentary Jim Carrey, Jim and Andy. I uh, talked about some deep stuff of like ego identity and different things. I read the book A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, which was a huge, huge book for me because it really kind of helps you understand the difference between awareness and ego and the ego identity and all the things that the ego needs to be fed. And a lot of things, it's all so much external validation and we get so much external validation from the world outside of us. And for me, as a creative, you know, I was getting a lot of external validation through my work and through who I was shooting and what I was shooting and all these different things for over the last 10 years. And a, a lot of what happened was when stuff, when stuff started slowing down, I realized like how much of my identity was coming from all of that. And so I caved in mentally like I had I was it really hit me emotionally because I was identifying who I was as an artist and what I was shooting as my self-worth and as like my external validation so the point is is you know it took me a lot of discovery I started out with some emotional intelligence leadership training and then moved deeper and deeper and deeper because like that's what was I was I didn't realize I didn't have that awareness and so I've created that awareness over the last few years and really the space that we want to get to for, that's a, a great space to create from is a space of internal validation, of internal well-being and joy. And while that still existed in a lot of places, you know, for me coming back down from, from something and getting back to a space of just pure creativity and pure creation takes a lot of work, especially I think the older you get, the, the bigger world you build and, and that contraction can sometimes take a hold of us. And I know it did for me. So it, that sent me on an inward personal journey to kind of rediscover my own self and my own creativity, which, you know, fast forward led to this space of, you know, a darker night of the soul, trying to figure out who I was and, and how to become a more internally validated person. And I mean, as you can probably relate, in today's society, with so especially especially with social media, everything comes from external validation. I mean, social media really actually like amplifies that, especially for 
you know, doing things for likes and the external validation of that and how it makes you feel, that shot of dopamine, serotonin, and all of that in your brain makes you feel good. But really, like, you're leaning on external things to supply that for you. And what I've been learning is that you need to take these, take care of yourself through different modalities to really, like, get internally validated. And one thing that I discovered was breath work. It sounds kind of crazy, but it's, it's breath is something that we've had. It's the one thing that comes with us when we're born and the one thing that leaves with our, when we die. And that's, that's the only thing that keeps us alive. And there's so many different practices around controlling the breath and utilizing the breath, especially say like if you're in a panic or you're in fear, if you can learn how to, to calm your breath, you can calm your nervous system. Some of the things like that. And the breath work that I learned is uh, it's a bit of a version of Wim Hof, the Wim Hof method. If you've heard of him, he teaches, he's the guy, they call him the ice man. He like does ice baths and he climbs Kilimanjaro in his underwear, things like that. He's a crazy, crazy Norwegian guy, but he's awesome. And a version of that that I learned and then kind of modified the experience to create more of a, a meditative state a deeper dive. And what breath work really help, has helped me to do is really to get out of my head. And when we're in our head, if you're anything like me, you think, you know, you, you we'll go down these rabbit holes of deep, dark thought of negativity. And, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a loop that plays in the head. And have you ever, have you ever, think about, ask yourself this question, have you ever thought about something and a negative thought and then that triggered another negative thought and another negative thought and pretty soon you're in this whole rabbit hole of darkness of like and you've made up this story that actually probably doesn't even exist of fear of what could happen or all of these different things or who you are or, you know self-deprecating thoughts of like your unworthiness or you feel unworthy and then you go down this rabbit hole well, that's kind of what I'm talking about when you're getting stuck in your head. And that getting stuck in your head actually prevents you from your creativity. It prevents you from accessing flow. I know it has for me because when I get stuck in my head, then I actually stop creating. I get in my head and I start thinking about these things. And that getting stuck in your head keeps you from actually accessing flow and accessing these creative states so I've had to do a lot of work, and I've wanted to do a lot of work to get to a purely creative state these days. And what the breath work is doing is it's uh, that that loop that you get in that when you get stuck in your head is called your default mode network, and that's in your brain. It's the neural nets that weave together. The more you think of a, a thought or a story, those those neural get nets get bigger and bigger. So which makes you think about them more and more. That becomes your default way of operating. And funny enough, I've actually talked about expanding your default years and years ago in the creative space of creating uh, subconscious programming, whether it's like getting to know your camera skills or your camera settings and things like that. And so you don't have to think about it anymore. And that's kind of what your brain is doing when you get into negative thought processes is it's you're creating your default mode way of operating. You ever notice when, it, when something triggers you and you get angry for some reason when something somebody did something to you, somebody cut you off or whatever, you've created default mode way of operating, a way of reacting to these things. And that, that creates a ripple effect in your life of the decisions that you make and all of these different things. So the default mode network, 
when you get stuck in that, you're kind of doing this, and you the trick is to get out of that. And breathwork has been a huge, huge key into getting out of that. There's a big uh, psychedelic and researcher named Stanislav Grof, and he's a transpersonal psychologist, and he studies people, and he actually he studies people on psychedelics, but also he created breathwork through his studies. He created this version of a breathwork called holotropic breathwork, and hollow means whole, tropic means moving towards. So holotropic states are states where you're moving towards wholeness. That means to be fulfilled from the inside and to become whole from the inside. And guys, this is so much practice, so much practice. It's like, you know, meditation and even psychedelics have really, like, really helped. And all of these different modalities will take you to holotropic states. And these holotropic states are the things that detach you from that default mode network and let you actualize and activate the creative spaces of your brain, the, the, the space where you're living your heart and you're living in alignment with your truest self. And then you come back to this world and like you can create better and better decisions, you can activate more creativity, and all these different things. I've been playing around with a lot of these different methods, and breath work has been a huge key piece in that. And if you're ever doing any sort of psychedelics, breathwork also helps you to integrate back into this world because you can have similar states, you can enter similar states of consciousness just with your breath. And it's a really, really beautiful process. I actually created a guiding track with some music and a, and a mantra, which I'll link up in the show notes. So you can go to neonradio.com slash EP164 to check out the show notes, get the links. I'm gonna put a little quick instructional video on how to actually do the breath work in a little bit more detail. But just to describe it, describe the setting. Music is a huge key piece, not only in breath work, but in psychedelic journeys and different things like that. So creating a music track for it. And then you basically lay down and you wanna get a an eye mask, actually. I think an eye mask for me, it like helps you to drop into the experience and dive deeper and go inward. So that's a key essential piece. I do it on the couch, I've done it on my bed, I've done it in hotel rooms with uh, over-the-ear headphones. And I could just play the track. I've hosted people here in this space. So you can get some yoga mats, whatever it is. Typically, it's nice to have a blanket to cover you because you might get cold. And you go through different sets where you're breathing. You're kind of breathing in a somewhat circular motion through your mouth, through your belly, and through your chest, and out through the mouth. And then you do two about two and a half minutes of that, and then you exhale all your air out. You hold for as long as you can, and you'd be surprised. You'll actually be able to hold your breath for a good two to three minutes because your body's so pumped full of oxygen that it's pulsing through your body. And then once you can't hold, you take a breath in and hold that for a few for 30 seconds or so, and then you breathe normally until the next round. On the track that I've created, it's my vocals guiding you through the actual timestamps and helping you through the process. So six rounds is what I typically do. And usually around two to three, your body's buzzing and you're actually transcending into a beautiful, blissful space where you can actually feel yourself detaching from that default mode network in your brain, and you can access spaces of, of high gratitude and higher emotional vibrational states, which also I really love. I feel really joyful and blissful and grateful, 
as I do the breath work. And Dr. Joe Dispenza, if you've heard of him, if you haven't read his book, Becoming Supernatural, he talks about living in higher vibrational emotional frequencies and states because that's what's going to heal your body and, and attract and draw things, the magic into your life. So that is my, that's been my experience with breath work. It's, it's been hugely powerful in integration. It's been hugely powerful just as a, as a way to get out of my head, as a way to access creative flow a little bit more. I'm sure you probably experienced just even getting past the resistance, uh, what Stephen Pressfield calls the resistance of like wanting to lay on the couch to actually getting to create the things that you want to create. And that is one big step and getting out of your head is the first piece of that. So this is a, it's been a huge, huge tool for me in the last year and a half of my journey. And I hope you guys get something out of this. I actually interviewed the director of breathwork down at Rhythmia where we did plant medicine ayahuasca along with a couple of the other people there. But stay tuned. We get deeper and deeper into how breathwork works for you and different things. So we get deeper into that. So stay tuned for the next episode after this one. That'll be 165. So that'll come out soon. And if you haven't done so already, go over to Take the Neon Life Quiz over at neonlife.com slash quiz. And that's N-I-O-N, Neon Life. And take the question, the 10 question, I think about 10 questions. It's a, it's a pretty quick little survey and we'll serve you up some uh, free content to help you out where you're at in your creative journey, some different past podcasts, some books, some different quotes and all of that good stuff. You can also join the community over at neonlife.com slash community and enjoy talking to some other creatives and, and whatnot. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And with that, you know what time it is. It's time to go out, create your life by creating every small moment, and we'll see you next time.